Millions of today's cars can be accessed remotely through their smartphone app, allowing functions such as unlocking doors and remotely starting the engine. But those actions are only as secure as the code within the apps that actually execute them. Hello, I'm Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and today I'm speaking with Asaf Ashkenazi, a Vice President of Product Strategy at Inside Secure. We're going to discuss security technologies for cars, how car apps can be exploited, in, and really what to do to prevent that. So Asaf, how are cars becoming more accessible to third parties via apps? Thank you, Nick, for, for having me. It's a really interesting topic. So I think that what, what we start to see um, as part of the uh, revolution in the automotive industry is that more and more cars are connected and they are always connected through a cellular link. And um, that means that anyone can access the car remote. Now, auto manufacturers noticed that and there were famous hacks in the past like the, the Jeep hack and uh, uh, different examples. And they, they, they invest actually quite a lot in protecting the car from an access that is coming directly from the internet to the car. However, there is a new way of getting into the car. And this is a new trend of auto manufacturers providing drivers with an applications on the smartphone that allow to access the, the, the vehicle remotely via this application. And usually these applications can uh, start the car remotely, unlock the car, and um, some of them even allow the driver to remotely control the car and, and drive it and move it from one space to another. And the problem with these uh, applications are that usually the way that they work is in a way that they don't communicate directly to the car. It looks like that but they are actually sending the request from the phone to uh, a server, a cloud server, and then these cloud servers pass it to the car through a cellular link. That means that the vehicle will basically trust anything that is coming from the server that is the legitimate server. And the server usually trusts what it gets from the phone. So it means that if the phone application, smartphone application is hacked, you can have access to all of these functionalities in the car. And um, you can imagine what can be done with that. Um, That's pretty frightening, really. So, I mean, this sounds like a bit of a hypothetical at this point in terms. I mean, it can be done, you know, obviously uh, via the smartphone app. You can access the car. Have there been any actual examples where this has happened in the wild at this point? So these applications are, are pretty new. So we didn't see anything that happens like that. And it's, by the way, it's not just to do the bad thing for the sake of creating uh, chaos. It can also be used to simplify car theft. If you can just, you know, open the car remotely, if there is a service that uh, allows thieves to just uh, connect through the smartphone of the victim and just uh, unlock the car and get inside, it can be very profitable for them, of course. So uh, back to your question, we didn't see yet an, uh, uh, an example for that. But what we see is, uh, uh, is a trend that is very interesting. As security becomes more and more difficult to defeat on the server side and on the network side, hackers are looking for new ways to get in. And um, it seems like the smartphone applications are starting to be a target for them. We saw that in a hack of um, Air Canada application we saw 300,000 um, users or passengers of British Airways um, being hacked 
using uh, uh, an exploit that was downloaded to an application on a smartphone or a browser. So we see them starting to focus more on the um, endpoints to get in. So examples for smartphone applications that are hacked, we just starting to see. We also got an example of someone that hacked into a service that allows to stop the car remotely for people that didn't pay their, uh, their money fees for, for the loans on the car. And um, he managed to disable a lot of cars remotely and uh, get their horn honk in the middle of the night. So you put these two things together and you see the writing is on the wall. These applications are allowed to do that. We see a, a trend of more and more smartphone applications being hacked. And the, uh, the value of hacking such an application is quite high. Then um, we believe that this can become a, a major risk. Well, absolutely. I mean, so it's it's clearly again, you know, there's obviously we talk a lot about IoT and um, problems with your refrigerator being hacked or whatever. But I mean, this there's a clear and present danger with this, which is that if again a car is hacked, you could very easily cause accidents and you know injure or kill people. So I mean, you know, I guess it, it brings to the next question: is what what's being done to prevent this? So if we look that that uh, on preventing the the ha hacking of the cars, I think that again, uh, uh, auto manufacturers uh, it took them some time, but I think that they are spending a lot of efforts right now in in trying to protecting and hardening the security in the car. It's not easy because things in the uh, in the automotive industry takes time. It's uh, not always moving as fast as other um, technologies that we work with, but we see an effort. However, this, again, as, as we said, they, it seems like there is no uh, attention to the smartphone application. And the smartphone application, uh, hacking it, does not require the expertise of hacking specific cars because if you, if you hack the application, you can, can basically hack all the cars that are using this application. And um, you don't need to understand anything in automotive. You just need to understand how to hack uh, an application on a phone. So you can use an, a known exploits on the smartphone to actually gain this access. And this is what makes it a little bit scary. It is not requires any skills for hacking a car specifically. So there are uh, different things that can be done to protect the uh, applications on the phone and to make the smartphone more secure. And there are different uh, stakeholders that can help with that. It can be uh, improved by the phone manufacturers and software provider by providing patches fast and uh, in more efficient way whenever there is vulnerabilities that are discovered and making it more automatically so users will not stay with uh, devices that are outdated. It is, of course, the, um, the users that can be more cautious on the application that they download to their phone and make sure that they come from a legitimate store, from the um, Google store or from the Apple store, for example. And But it's also, there is the part of making the application itself more self-secured. And there are met methods of doing that. Asaf, it's, again, I think it's, fascinating but also quite a scary scenario obviously that we're talking about here so 
Thank you for taking the time today to discuss that with me. Um, so Asaf Ashkenazi, thank you very much. Asaf is the Vice President of Product Strategy at Inside Secure. And for Information and Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.